Welcome to the Artificial Intelligence Podcast with your host, Dr. Tony Huang. I talk anything and everything that has to do with AI, ML, and data science. IT operation teams use tools to monitor, diagnose, and resolve system and application performance issues. In a recent survey of 1,300 IT professionals, on the future of monitoring and AI ops, 42% report using more than 10 monitoring tools and 19% use more than 25 tools, which is staggering. That's a lot of technology just to keep the lights on and provide the data required to monitor, alert, research, and resolve application incidents. So monitoring tools are not uh, a one-size-fits-all, especially for organizations running mission-critical applications in multi-cloud environments. As organizations invest in mobile apps, microservices, data ops, and data science programs, new monitoring tools are being added to provide domain-specific monitoring capabilities. So AI ops Platforms aim to simplify this landscape of monitoring tools. AI ops helps organizations that require high application service levels uh, better manage the complexity of their monitoring tools and IT operational workflows. So as the name suggests, AI ops brings machine learning and automation capabilities to the IT operations domain. So these technologies aim to resolve instances faster, identify operational trends that impact performance, and simplify the procedure required to resolve issues. Now, AI Ops is a new emerging platform. So in a survey, 42% of respondents either never heard of AI Ops or had thought that applying machine learning to operations was just not a thing. So only 4% are using an AI ops tool in production today. Although AI ops is an emerging platform, there is a solid business case for many organizations to consider it. So let's take a look at um, AI ops and how it's uh, driving business needs and operational uh, complexity. So more businesses today rely on applications to serve customers and run operations. That drives higher requirements and expectations on the reliability, performance, and security of the applications. It also fuels demand for application development teams to build new applications and enhance them more frequently. So the job responsibility of maintaining application service levels has also broadened during the past decade. So once upon a time, uh, organizations, you know, staff the NOC or Network Operations Center as the front line of defense. So if you've ever walked into a NOC, you would likely see dozens of computer monitors with warning lights and trend visuals to help the staff pinpoint issues, ideally before an end user experiences one and then opens up a ticket. Now, business and IT leaders began changing this model by developing DevOps practices and site reliability engineers. 
So DevOps changed the IT department's culture by establishing a collective responsibility to enable frequent deployments and better customer service and employee needs. So tools and practices such as CICD or continuous integration and continuous delivery and um, IAC, otherwise known as infrastructure as code, are part of what enables most frequent deployments. But DevOps practices also require a shared operational responsibility, ensuring that applications are uh, reliable, uh, perform well, and are secure. And that means more people in the IT organization need access to all the different monitoring tools. Now, many IT organizations also hire SREs, or Site Reliability Engineers, to connect um, development and operations. So these Site Reliability Engineers um, take a software engineering approach to system administration, uh, administrative uh, topics. So in, a, in another survey that targeted SREs, they indicated that um, incident response is a massive part of their job. So 49% claim to respond to at least one incident every week. Maturing DevOps practices and hiring SREs is how a growing number of IT operations uh, and organizations are facing increasingly uh, you know, operational challenges, but also you know, expecting them to make sense of the dozens of monitoring tools being used is just a recipe for poor for performance. So let's take a look at how AI platform and capabilities and technical architects work. So you might wonder, you know, how can AI ops improve the status quo? AI ops uh, platforms typically have the following architectural uh, components and capabilities. So first is like a central data platform for aggregating raw logs and data from different monitoring tools. Next is uh, it's out of the box integrations with the most common log formats, uh, monitoring tools, IT service management tools, agile development tools, and other collaborative platforms. And then you also have machine learning capabilities to help identify patterns in the aggregated data. There's consoles and uh, dashboards and analytics to help IT operations see and manage multiple systems from a central interface. And then lastly, um, there's autom uh, automation capabilities that enable IT to uh, communicate status and, and uh, route issues and then auto respond to common uh, problems. So you might be asking yourself, what differentiates IT ops from other IT operational platforms is, you know, it's, it's the ability to aggregate data easily and then leverage machine learning to find problems and then use automation as a tool to resolve them. So AI ops doesn't replace the existing monitoring tools. It integrates with them so that more people in the IT department have improved visibility to problems without the complexity of learning and using multiple monitoring tools. Similarly, AI ops uh, platforms typically don't uh, replace existing IT service managements, workflows, agile, and other uh, communication tools. Instead, they are a central platform to interface with while a learning and resolving an incident. Let's take a look at how monitoring mission critical applications 
uh, uh, work without AI ops. So imagine your e-commerce application experience like slow performance when users try to complete a purchase, right? So the first indicator that starts to send out alerts is the shopping cart abandonment rate. The e-commerce leader you know, quickly opens a ticket about the issue and say like a mobile interface, but the IT team has already been alerted to that problem. So as more users try to make purchases, the underlying web server hangs and the database connection stays open. So this alerts, uh, you know, the, uh, the alerts report um, these issues and then, you know, Splunk reports Java ex uh, exceptions in the e-commerce application log file. So now you can imagine these NLCs responding to this issue. You know, where should they start? Given the number of alerts going out at the same time, the SREs um, called in to assist must also investigate the different alerts from with, with different tools. Meanwhile, the e-commerce leader is just really pissed off because no one's responded to the ticket. So AI ops helps IT address issues faster and with less stress. So here's how AI ops uh, platform uh, can potentially address these issues faster and more efficiently. So first, AI ops sees that multiple alerts are going off, including application alerts. It automatically alerts the SREs, and then one responds, and then it automatically updates the incident that it's been answered by an SRE. So no one had to manually update any system to send out these communications. And then secondly, the alerts, uh, you know, it alerts the, the e-commerce platform and then Splunk and then like data logs are all aggregated in the time sequence. So the SRE immediately knows which alert can uh, came before the others triggered. And that um, incredibly useful because the SREs can quickly see the, the web server hanging and the pooling database connections all started after, like, say, for instance, the, the Java application um, exceptions. So the AI ops platform's machine learning capabilities are fairly sophisticated. So in addition to reporting on alerts, it also highlights other outlier operation conditions. Uh, in this case, the e-commerce application has many slow outbound connections to a single IP address. Uh, there's no alerts or exceptions on this issue, but it's uh, timing, timing precedes any other alerts. And uh, it doesn't take the SRE much longer to figure out that this connection to a like third-party service that validates the city, state, and zip code of the buyer. And then this service is clearly having like performance issues that are rippling through the entire application. So with a, a root cause identified, the SRE adds like a highly uh, uh, defect to the um, e-commerce uh, development team's Jira backlog, alerting them to the problem. And then this like high issue flags the agile development team to disrupt their sprint and then address it. So it's a, a quick fix to circumvent the impacting service. And it's easy to test and deploy the change through their like Jenkins CI CD pipeline. The AI app uh, ops uh, platform tracks these, this defect, the deployment and the drop in 
all of the alerts and keeps the e-commerce um, leader updated on the progress. So even though the SRE is monitoring the situation, the AI ops platform closes the issue automatically when all of the monitors return to normal. So again, implementing this scenario isn't trivial, but neither is it uh, science fiction with AI ops uh, platform. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can contact me at tonyphoang.com for more information on AI, ML, and data science.